Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And Jason, it's been an interesting week in the world this week. Um, Yeah, to say the least. Uh, interesting is, is maybe, I don't feel like it's the right word, but it's the only word I can think of. Um, interesting in the terminology of... The ancient Chinese proverb of may you live in interesting times, which is a curse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's forget about the wrestling, world. though. We did have wrestling. I was going to say, let's forget about all those troubles and let's get lost in the abysmal week of wrestling. Yeah, okay. I'll go with abysmal because, well, uh, I mean, no, that's, I, I think that's too strong. Abysmal is too strong because NXT was good. AEW was enjoyable. Well, there was, other than Raw, there was nothing bad about wrestling this week. It just was forgettable. Yeah. More forgettable than it has been in quite some time. Which is weird because, you know, they, they had the the lowest ratings on mm-hmm. Raw a couple weeks ago. So you think that they would be trying to step up their they game. They did, sir. Trying to step they up their absolutely game. absolutely did. That's what Monday night was. Yeah, let's Monday bring all the old was, folks out of the retirement home. Let's let's and, get everybody to watch. I mean, Goldberg was there. Hulk Hogan was there. Rick God, that promo Hogan Hart cut. Was there. That that promo that Hogan cut at the beginning of the Jesus show. Jesus Christ. Um before we get into that just awfulness. What are we drinking this week? I feel like this taka vodka <laughs> is the perfect analogy. Yeah. For wrestling this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to have. <laughs> and we're going to delight in its unrefined, unfiltered, just blah taste as we talk about wrestling this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, we have a Miz TV segment with the New Day, which leads into the Miz versus or Miz and Morrison versus the New Day in a tag match, which New Day win. We get AJ Styles and Elias, where Styles, of course, defeats Elias. We have Charlotte Flair and Asuka versus Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, in which Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans win. Um we get Riddle versus Bobby Lashley, where uh, Riddle beats Lashley. We have uh, Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler, in which Dana Brooke defeated Baszler. It's interesting wins this week on mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Then we have Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Of course, Randy Orton defeats Hardy. Randy's in the midst of probably one of the biggest pushes of his career right now. Mm-hmm. Uh we get Lucha House Party versus the Hurt Business, um, which Lucha House Party won. What's going on? Right. Uh, then we have our WWE Championship match. I wish they would have held this off until um, the Royal Rumble. Well, they couldn't, Michael. 
we have Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. And we're going to talk about that, why they couldn't, because they totally could have. In fact, I have a program that could have stretched this for months, some fantasy booking. Yep. So, um, yeah. You want to uh, talk about uh, NXT or AEW? I'll get NXT. So we moved into NXT on Wednesday, of course. Uh, New Year's Evil. We had Damian Priest versus Karrion Cross, in which uh, Karrion Cross won. We had the NXT Cruiserweight Championship between Santos Escobar and Grand Metalik, where Santos Escobar won. We had Zia Lee make her return versus Katrina Cortez, which uh, Zia Lee, of course, won very quickly. We had the last woman standing match of Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez, where Raquel Gonzalez won. Then we had Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Kushida and Shotzi Blackheart, where Kushida and Blackheart won. And then finally, our NXT Championship match of Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly, where Finn Balor won to retain. All right, so moving on to AEW, their New Year's Smash Week 1 results. We have... Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The Young Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaimed and the Hybrid 2. Uh, the Bucks and SCU win. John Moxley makes his return. Just a promo, no, you know, no match. Uh, we get Wardlow versus Jake Hager, in which Wardlow won. Uh, Darby Allen and Brian Cage have a weigh-in, which is... What? Right. <laughs> I mean, one of them weighs like... A feather, and the other one is a ton of bricks. I mean, yep. we get Cody Rhodes versus Matt Seidel, in which Seidel, no, of course, it was Rhodes won. Um, we have our AEW Women's Championship match, Hiroku Shida and Abaddon. And Shida won? And it, yeah, yeah, uh, Shida won. I mean, she, she, yeah, she, she won, but that was maybe the weirdest match I've agreed. And then we had our AEW World Championship match, Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega. Of course, Kenny won. He just got the title. He's not dropping it yeah. this quickly. After that, we actually kind of... We had some so, stuff that we'll talk about. Yeah, we had some stuff that we'll talk about where a uh, legally distinct team may yes. have been formed. Um, moving to SmackDown, we had the, the opening of SmackDown was actually a Roman Reigns promo because... Can't open SmackDown without people talking. No. Yep. We had Big E versus Apollo Crews in which they drew and then Big E won. Which, I, okay, we'll talk about that later. Well. Uh, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match of Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude in which Ziggler and Rude won to become the new champions. And we're going to talk about that later. Yep. We had a gauntlet match of Mysterio... Uh, Ron Mysterion Jr., as uh, my, one of my former bosses calls him. So we had Rey Mysterio versus Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin versus Daniel Bryan versus the person that we're going to talk about in a minute. I don't want to spoil it at, yeah. at, the, at this point. Uh, in which the person that we're going to talk about in a minute won uh, to face Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble for the title. Um, so... Shall we talk about that first since we... Yeah, since we're leaving on it and, and we left that a mystery. So 
this ties into the intro segment where Roman is upset. Yeah, Roman because Roman's big mad. Yeah, Roman's mad because Adam Pierce put Kevin Owens in a match with Jay Uso last week. Yeah, and how dare he? Yeah, you know yeah. How, how, how dare he to make a match dare, that's going to put butts in seats? How dare the man who books the matches on SmackDown book a match on SmackDown? How dare he? And how dare he assume that he needs to do a gauntlet match to pick Roman's next challenger? Yeah. Because uh, does that mean Roman can't do his job? And this is this because is, apparently it's Roman's job to pick who he wrestles. Right. This promo, so so before we get into the promo, this promo made no damn sense. Roman call says basically, if, is Pierce stupid? He's like, no, I'm doing my job. Well, then you must be think that I'm stupid then. No, you're a wrestler on the show that I book stuff on. Well, then that means you must think Vince is stupid. How did Vince even get involved in this? Yeah, it... it. That promo was disjointed. It was the worst promo that Roman has cut as heel Roman. It made no sense at all. And then the ending of it made even less sense. Yeah, it, it just... I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why there isn't a true authority figure. And yes, right. Adam Pierce has kind of been that... He's mostly been there just to say, okay, yes, this match is going to happen. So he hasn't exercised the only authority that he's exercised as a authority figure official is suspending Braun Strowman. Which let's talk about that for a minute. Because Braun yeah. Strowman beat him up. Yeah. All right. He suspends Braun Strowman indefinitely for putting his hands on a WWE official. Mm-hmm. At the end of this promo, Jay Uso super kicks him. Yep. Was that at the end of this promo, or that no? That was the end of the night. Uh, yeah, that was at the end of the night. End of the night. Uso super kicks him. Roman hits him. Why are they both not uh, suspended indefinitely? Strip Roman of the belt. You're gone. Because, and here is the spoiler. Adam Pierce was an active participant in the match. Adam Pierce. So won the gauntlet so, match. So let's run through the gauntlet match real quick because we oh. had we had Rey Mysterio starting with Sami Zayn. This okay before we get there. This was the worst gauntlet match I've ever seen in my life. There it was had, one, it had some high there points. There was one high point in this whole match, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So Mysterio and Zayn start. Zayn comes down talking about his conspiracy theory of, you know, oh look at Sami Zayn. I was just the Intercontinental Champion. I said I wanted to be the World Champion, and now you're going to put me at number one. Technically, he was number two. In the gauntlet match, blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, he's got a, he's got a f- uh, a film crew with him as they're filming a documentary right. on this conspiracy against him. Yeah. So Rey Mysterio beats him in like ten seconds. Yeah. Like I stepped out of the room to like grab a bottle of water or something, and when I came back in, he Rey Mysterio shoves him into the ropes where a completely fresh Sami Zayn just hangs on the rope to get hit with a six one nine. So that's a problem. Then Ray climbs up, hits the frog splash. One, two, three. Then Shinsuke comes out. Shinsuke and Ray have a decent match that Shinsuke wins. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Baron Corbin comes out. Baron Corbin lays out Ray Mysterio. Well, he lays out Dominic at ringside. Yeah. He lays out Shinsuke. Yep. Lays and out then Ray. lays out Ray. 
which felt weird because Ray lost. Yeah. Why yeah. is he spending so much time? He he threw Shinsuke into the corner, so Shinsuke yeah. messed his shoulder, you know, hurt his shoulder. And then he power bombs Ray. Yeah. So he beats up and, the guy who lost, not the guy who he six in a fight, which of course Nakamura hits him with a roll up, which is Baron Corbin's most devastating uh counterattack, yeah. I guess. Uh, so tell you, it's how you beat Barry Corbin. So not Barry Corbin. It's how you beat Barry Corbin. Corbin moves forward, faces Daniel Bryan. This was the highlight of the the whole gauntlet match, as you would expect. Um, in which Nakamura wins. Him and Daniel Bryan shake hands. Wait, hold on. Shinsuke Nakamura, the bad guy, yeah, shook hands and and yeah. and, and like hugged with with Daniel Bryan. But he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And, and bad know, guys don't right? do that. They don't do that. Yeah. Well, so no, they do. Daniel Bryan rolls out of the ring. Then Roman Reigns' music hits. Adam Pierce comes walking out with Roman and Jay and Paul but, behind him, no, basically no. shoving him to the ring. Roman, Jay, and Paul walk out. And then they're sitting there. Where is he? Where is he? And they oh, yeah, motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he finally and he comes. Out. He kind of just dejectedly walks out. They'd spent the whole evening building up to this because Roman kind of planted the seed. Oh, you're going to put yourself in the gauntlet yeah. match so that you can get your shot because you haven't, you didn't get your chance. You weren't good enough to get to right. WWE or whatever. No it was. one remembers the legend of uh, of Scrapyard Pierce or yeah, whatever it was. But here's the thing. He spent the entire evening saying, no, I'm not going to put myself in this yeah. match until Paul Heyman pulled some strings yeah. and put him in the match. And put him in the match. So Paul is the booker for SmackDown, not the authority that books the matches. Yeah. And, you know, so, of course, Pierce walks out and he's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. He, he says earlier in the evening, and this was a great line. I don't think I could. I haven't wrestled a match in six years. I don't think I could beat the referee, let alone Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, Pierce is in the ring. He's just standing there. Then, well, before he gets in the ring, Jay gets Jay in the ring, destroys, beats Nakamura. up Nakamura. Roman gets in the ring. They double, they tag Nakamura. team Nakamura. He eats uh, super kick, uh, frog splash, yeah. Superman punch. I don't remember. I don't think he ate a spear. I don't think he ate a spear, but he but, ate enough. Yeah, Pierce gets in the ring, and Pierce is just standing there, like I'm not doing this. And then they, they super, kick, super him. kick him. And then Jay drags him over on top of Nakamura. Roman yells at the ref to count to three. One, two, three. Congratulations at Royal Rumble for the WWE title. Or the, yeah, Universal title. Yeah. Yeah, Universal title. We're going to see Roman Reigns, who has been doing some of the best heel work of his career, versus... Adam Pierce, a retired, a retired authority figure. Now, I do not mind Adam Pierce in the match. He isn't a legitimate wrestler, but he has been retired for six years. This has got to be the story where Kevin Owens is going to come back. If if Kevin Owens doesn't come back and cost Roman Reigns the match, forcing. Adam Pierce, there's no good way in this. No, no, you it's going to end in, it's got to end in either. No, the only way that this is good is if it ends with Kevin Owens coming back and just utterly destroying Roman, mm-hmm. costing Pierce 
the match. So Pierce gets disqualified. Pierce Roman gets disqualified, but Roman is just annihilated. Annihilated by a super pissed off Kevin Owens. That's the only way this story makes That's sense. The only ending that can make sense because otherwise you have your authority figure Adam Pierce with the belt, and you have completely ruined Roman at this point. Yeah, I mean you're already doing a very good. As far as I'm concerned, WWE is already doing a very poor job with Roman anyway by making him a coward instead of a, an actual, like, force to be reckoned with heel here. Yeah. He's um, a paper champion. Yeah. And he shouldn't be. He He's is Roman gen- Reigns. He is Jinder Mahal is what he is. It, he cannot win a match without somebody interfering. He is Jinder Mahal. Yeah. I never thought I would say that Roman Reigns... And I just want to—I want to see somebody call him out on that. Like I want to see somebody. And, and uh, Kevin Owens is perfect for it mm-hmm. because it, it would match Kevin Owens' personality. But I yep. want to see somebody say, "Look, the only person who you've been able to beat on your own is your cousin." Yeah. And you could only do that when his injured cousin got in the ring. Yep. When he shouldn't have. Yeah, and you had to use him to make him quit. Yeah. You couldn't make Jey Uso quit. You had to hurt Jimmy and force Jay to make the choice of my brother or my match. Yeah. I want somebody to call him on that Mm because that would be, one, it would be a great promo. (laughs) Two, just Roman getting all pissed off because he knows that they're right. I just want to see something. I want to see some sort of story progression here that is... Oh, Roman is beating everybody up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm bored now. Yeah, I'm, I'm bored with this story. And this did nothing. Yeah. Th- this is, this felt peak WCW booking to me. Yeah. So, um, no. let's talk about interference. Okay. Last year, there was a match. Uh, if I remember, well, I don't remember correctly, so we're... we're, we're but Seth, Seth Rollins was involved in this match, as was Rey Mysterio. It was a tag match. Okay. Seth Rollins attacked Rey when Rey was the legal competitor. Seth was the, quote-unquote, illegal competitor. Mm-hmm. What happened? Immediate disqualification. Okay. So we had a tag match Friday night on SmackDown mm-hmm. where uh, we had... Montez Ford as the legal competitor, mm-hmm. and we had Bobby Roode as the legal competitor. Ford manages to get Bobby Roode outside the ring, and Ford's still in the ring. Mm-hmm. Here comes Dolph Ziggler attacking him from behind in full view of the referee. Mm-hmm. Immediate disqualification, right? No, that's not what happened. I know, because Rude, because Rudolph won the belts. And I'm sitting here... And I'm like, wait, what happened to that rule? Mm-hmm. That rule because they made a huge made a deal, huge about, deal that about that rule, and they used it several times uh, with Baron Corbin. It was used. Yeah. Um, the now this is where I have a problem with WWE and their quote unquote rules because they don't care about their rules. They well, don't care about their rules. If they don't care about their rules. Why should I care about their rules? Exactly. And if I don't care about their rules, why do I care about this supposed fight that's going on? Yeah. Why isn't everything ECW Extreme extreme Rules? It, 
I'm not upset that Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode have the titles. Nah, that's fine. One way or the other, it didn't matter. Yeah, well. It's just how they did it. It's it's sloppy booking. Yes. Uh, yeah, because the Street Profits have had the title since March. Yeah, and that's fair. And the street prof- street they, they need, can, yeah. yeah. They, they need, they need something they different. Something. That's fine. It's sloppy booking the way this happened. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest problem that I have with a lot of a lot of WWE's ideas. Hey, they have this idea, whether it's a writer, whether it's Vince, whatever it may be, somebody has an idea and they say, hey, we want to do this. There's nobody that, or if there is anybody that says that they're immediately just thrown out a window, um, that says, hey, I, I understand you want to do that, but remember last year, this happened. Or remember last month, this happened. This could have been solved easily. The ref could have his back turned. The ref could be yeah. looking at what was going on on the floor. Then you just have stupid ref not paying attention, which is but a she trope was staring. Everywhere. She was staring directly at it when it happened. Mm-hmm. And it just, it took me out of the match. Yeah. When that happened, when something like that happens, either A, the booking was bad, or B, the ref was in the wrong spot. I don't know which one that happened to be. Yeah. Either way, if the ref was in the wrong spot, you still need to call the count. This isn't the this isn't the only time. Earlier on SmackDown, when we had Big E versus Cruz, they both. Well, let me rephrase that. A perfect example, I should say. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the night, we had Big E versus Cruz. They both pinned each other. Yeah, they pinned each other at the same time. The ref still counted the three. Now, I don't know if that was planned or not, but the way Big E, Apollo Cruz, and the ref all reacted. That says to me that wasn't planned. Then they restart the match, go at it again. Big E wins very quickly afterwards. Yeah, I mean there was there was a decent amount of. I mean, it wasn't just like know, the next attack, but there, there was a. Little it very more. well could have been the way they yeah. had Big E come out the gate after Apollo right. Cruz slapped him. Yeah, uh, so very. That's the thing that makes me think that it was planned, yeah. because there was a good five Maybe. minutes. Of match instead well, of just a oh crap let's either just leave this as a draw maybe which they that could was them have trying to cover I don't know but let let's assume that it wasn't mm-hmm. let's assume this wasn't planned if we go that route that ref did his job yeah that ref called both people down it it is what it Follow is the it, rules that's all yeah. I'm, I'm not asking for a lot here. You know, we have. I mean, we apparently people, we are. We have people summoning fire. We have people. You know, we have uh, mystical fiend characters that can appear and disappear at random. Um, I'm not asking for a lot. Yeah. Now I want to save and talk about Raw last. Okay. Because what a shit show. <laughs> Raw was awful. Um, God, Raw was awful. AEW. Okay. Let's go to AEW. Yeah. AEW this week was, was just kind of meh. It was middle of the road. It, it was it, it was entertaining. Yeah. Um. The only thing to really come out of it was at the end of the night, mm-hmm. we had 
We have similar but legally distinct yes. from uh, Bullet Club. Yeah, we have the Bullet Club reform, although it's not going to be under the Bullet Club name. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense. Right. So Nick and Matt come out as... Well, you have the end of the Kenny Omega... Uh, Ray, Phoenix. Ray Phoenix match. Then... The Good Kenny Brothers. Po- well, Kenny points to the... Uh, Tron and shows Pac and Pentagon being beat up by Butcher, Blade, Bunny, and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So Ray, he's basically showing Ray has no friends at the moment. Then the Good Brothers show up, and Mm -hmm. them and Kenny start beating up Ray Phoenix. Moxley comes out, I think. Moxley comes out. He gets beat up by the Bullet Club. Look, then Matt and Nick Jackson come out. They come out, and they're trying to stop everything. They're, they're like, what's going on? Everything. What's going on? And then the Hollywood Blondes? Yeah, the or Varsity whatever, Blondes. Varsity Blondes. Yeah, I was like, wait, no, yeah, wait. Varsity Ho- Hollywood is Stone Cold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of them grabs a hold of Kenny Yeah, like from outside the ring, and that causes Matt to super kick him. Yeah. And Nick looked like he was going to super kick him, but stopped himself from doing it because he hurt himself in his match earlier. Yeah. So then the then Kenny and Gallows and Anderson both throw up the wolf pack. Now, I do like this. Callus did not throw up the wolf pack. Yeah, Callus did not. Callus just was pointing up in the air. Yeah. And that, that little detail to me, because I think most people put in that position, especially wrestling fans. Yeah. They're going to want to put the two sweet up. Yeah, he did not. He did not. And then, and I liked that part, like that, that just that little tiny detail. Then the Bucks joined. Kind of, and they almost seemed a little reluctant. Yeah, but then they, they did. did it. So, <sighs> I, I don't know what's going on. Like I, when sure. when they first announced when AEW and TN, uh, TNA Impact first announced that they were kind of doing this this talent swap, this you know. Mutually beneficial arrangement. I thought, man, this could be really cool. Maybe we can see some stuff that we haven't seen before. You know, nope. I'm I'm almost a little bit worried that this is going to go NWO. Mm-hmm. I am too. Because so far, this has only benefited Impact. Mm-hmm. It has done nothing for AEW. It's done nothing for AEW. And the only person that it has quote-unquote benefited is Kenny Omega. Yeah. Now, next weekend or the weekend after, Impact has their pay-per-view. Yeah, and it's going to be Kenny Kenny and the Good Brothers versus... uh, Rich Swan. Swan. And I don't remember who else. I don't remember who else. Which, what does that say, right? This is... No, Motor City Machine Guns. Okay. It's Motor City Machine Guns. Because it's Um, all the champions versus all the champions. So, the only way that this benefits AEW, I don't know if it's all the champions. I take back what I said there, because Motor City Machine Guns were the champs. They're not. The Good Brothers are. Uh, Are the Good Brothers champs? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because at the ring, at the end of AEW, they had the tag belts on. Kenny had his belt. Okay. And the, the Young Bucks had their belts. I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched Impact for a couple weeks. It, where's the time? Um, 
But the only way that this benefits AEW at all at this point is Moxley interfering in that match to beat up Kenny Kenny. and cost Kenny. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yep. And I, I hate that I keep saying those words. That's the only thing that makes sense. But that's the only way I see going there. Is there anything else on AEW that you want to talk about? I mean, we had, okay, the Abaddon. Abaddon and Sheeta. Sheeta, that was weird. Yeah, um, um, we, we we very quickly after that match started, uh, Abaddon drugged Sheeta under the ring, and then when Abaddon came back out, her mouth was covered in fake blood, and Sheeta was grabbing at her neck when she came back out. And, and her neck had a bunch of fake blood a on it. A bunch of fake blood on it, but no marks, no nothing, just yeah. fake blood. I, I, I swear... I swear I saw the blood pack on Sheeta's neck when she took her scarf scarf thing thing off. One, you're dragging her under the ring, so why is the blood pack already there? Why not just Just have it under the ring? Have it under the ring. I don't know. It it just was. But yet. This was a very odd match. Sheeta dominated most of the match. Yeah. Even after, you know, having half of her neck bitten off. Yeah. Apparent, you know. Yeah. What's the point? Right. What was the point? What was the point of building up Abaddon for weeks here as Sheeta being terrified of her? Um, because Sheeta showed no fear this entire match. Yeah, Sheeta showed no. Well, she showed a tiny bit at the beginning because she comes out, she hits Abaddon in the head with the cane, the kendo stick, and Abaddon sat right back up, mm-hmm. Undertaker style, and Sheeta kind of backed away a little bit, and that was it. Yeah. Rest of the match, there was no fear shown. Other than when she was being drugged into the ring, I guess she was like screaming a little bit. Now, but not even bad. Yeah. Then, um, like I said, Nick got injured in his match. Mm-hmm. Jack Evans came down on him. Yeah. Uh, they've said it is a leg contusion, mm-hmm. so he bruised his leg. Basically, yeah. Uh, that's that's what contusion yeah. means. <laughs> uh, and that's that. I'm I'm glad it's just that. I know yeah. I know glad that the rumor was major. that he thought he may have broken it. broken his leg. Now. NXT was actually pretty good. I, I will say I think NXT probably was the best show of the week. Hands down. Um, um, the last woman standing match was great. Yeah. Rhea losing here, she's got to go to the main roster, right? Well, that's that's the rumor. So the rumor is is that Rhea and Damian Priest mm-hmm. are both going to the main roster. In fact, Damian was supposed to, and this is yeah. according to the rumor mill, Damien was supposed to debut on SmackDown last week mm-hmm. as Kevin Owens' best friend. Yeah. And Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens apparently went to Roman Reigns and was like, dude, I mean, I'll do it, but this makes no sense. And Reigns is like, yeah, you're, you're right. This makes no sense. And then he apparently used his stroke to cancel that completely. I think the combined stroke of Kevin yeah. and Roman made WWE go like, oh, okay. Now, supposedly, this is a push from Daniel Bryan, who's now working in creative yeah, as well as on the roster, which is good because Daniel's mentioned recently that he's beginning to look at transferring out of, yeah, out of active competition. Yeah. He'll still do some stuff, but he doesn't want to be a full-time wrestler anymore. I guess having two kids has finally fixed his head yeah. to, to realize that, oh, I need to be around for my children because... I don't know that he should have come back. As much as I love Daniel Bryan, 
I don't know that he should have come back. Agreed. Uh, well, but I, I kind of wish he would have come. I, I'm glad he came back. Yes. I hope he knows his limitations. His limitations, and I hope he understands. Hey, you got to come back. You have the opportunity to go out on your dime, mm-hmm. not, you know, any yeah. other thing. You have the chance to go out the way you want to go out. Do that. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't mind him coming in and doing some matches. Yeah. He, he could do it. He uh, could be Edge. Yeah. He could be Triple H. Yeah. A couple it, of matches a year, two, three, something yeah. like that. Put on, put on good matches and, yeah. you know. Work in the back. He's working in creative, apparently, and, and he's got this idea of he wants to bring new people up mm-hmm. to mix it up a little bit because the roster, it's WWE's roster is very stale. I wouldn't even say kind of stale. Yeah, it's very stale. Right now, it's very stale. So he has Damian Priest that they were going to, and I don't know if this is a Daniel Bryan thing, but I know him bringing people up. It just doesn't make sense. There's no There's never been a connection between Kevin Owens yeah. and Damian Priest. We've never seen them on TV. You know, it, it could have worked if it was Sami Zayn, if Sami had not come up. Yeah. Because you have you all of that history. You, yeah. could, you could turn Sami, which I think would actually be a good thing right now, because this, this whiny it's conspiracy, run its it, it's... It's run its course. It has. Um, and you could have Sami, look, I was wrong. And they, they had the perfect opportunity with him losing the way he did yeah. in that uh, um, lumber, Lumberjack match. The lumber, yeah, with the Biggie. Yeah. They had the perfect chance there. Instead, we get Damien, uh, Damian Priest having his match this week where he lost to Karrion Cross. Yep. I actually kind of enjoyed this match. Because mm-hmm. Damien, even though he lost, he... Showed strength. Like, you know, it took a lot to put him down. Yep. Which I think is good because Cross was, I think, too overpowered for NXT when he first came in. Yeah. Um, Zia Lee beat up um, Katrina Cortez as she debuted her new look. Which when she was standing in the ring and they were zoomed in on her and she was kind of flexing there, like she is cut and mm-hmm. built. Like her traps. Yeah. <laughs> I was like we, we we're finally getting a little bit of a payoff of the whole Boa Zile yeah. whatever thing's going on. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um the whole presentation that she wow. did at the beginning, uh where where she did some karate stuff. Yeah. Meh. That didn't do anything for no. me. Um, but they tried it. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, let's see, the the Balor-O'Reilly match was phenomenal. Oh, it was phenomenal. The story. Yeah. The story they told with Balor um, kicking the ropes while uh, O'Reilly was O'Reilly biting, was biting him. him. And that, that hurt yeah. his jaw. So the story turned from O'Reilly trying to hurt Balor's jaw. Mm-hmm. Because that's the weak point yeah. in Balor right now, to Balor targeting O'Reilly's jaw. Yeah, phenomenal. The segment with the Gargano uh, <laughs> stuff, and then coming in and celebrating, and yes. all of that was great. Yep. 
Austin Theory getting shot in the nuts by the tank. By the tank. Shotzi's oh tank. my god, that was so good. Um, yeah, just the the start of the show with um, with what's his face. I'm completely blanking on on his name, where he walks up and plays with the board for a second. Um, um, who was that? Dexter Loomis. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I completely blanked on his name. Like, I could see him, but he plays with the board. I, I could have done without that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that just... Yeah. They have Dexter Loomis hosting this, but Loomis doesn't talk. Yep. You know... Which is, which is perfect for his character. He doesn't talk. It's perfect. It is his character. And I guess they did it maybe to showcase the artwork part of his character. Because mm-hmm. that the lead up to it was him drawing all yeah, the well, artwork and the, stuff. He's the 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 tortured artist. Remember, he's Adolf Hitler. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't gonna say that, <laughs> considering the past week we've had. But sure, I, I said it. <laughs> I said it. That's the character that they're building him around. <laughs> Just without yeah. the uh, genocidal tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, should we jump into Monday Night Raw? I mean, I was just going to say, you know, we've only gone about 40 minutes this week. That's a good time. We can stop. Uh, we got to talk about the disaster that was Monday night. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it, the, the Raw started awful and continued that way throughout. So... Hulk Hogan cuts a promo talking about the H-Phone, brother. Which was a takeoff of the original iPhone launch and made absolutely no sense. No, it didn't. Why? 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 That, all I want to know is why. Who in creative, Vince McMahon, thought that this was a good idea? Well, Vince obviously just found out about the iPhone. I, it just... Dude's been texting on a Nokia brick for... <laughs> It just completely blows my mind. Your flagship show, Monday Night Raw, 30 years running. And you're going to start it off with not even Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's voice and a phone, Mm -hmm. a, a Galaxy or an iPhone turned upside down. So you could just see the Hulkamania on the back. The case, the Hulkamania case. It does texts. It sends, you know, it it does Facebook. It it, it surfs the internet. It's the H-phone, brother. He picks it up, turns it over. It's a picture of Hogan. Yeah. And then the the music starts playing. It's his uh, theme song. And he says, it can even do calls. Yeah. (sighs) God, it was awful. Yeah. Um, there was a kind of a funny thing. The Miss TV segment. Yeah, the New Day yeah, turned the New Day turned it around on the Miz, and they were hosting the show. Yeah, and and, and Morrison, Morrison is answering their question, and Miz is like, "Dude, don't stop. encourage them." <laughs> Until Miz finally had enough. Miz freaks out. Teddy Long comes out, says, "Miz and Morrison." It looks like y'all got some problem in the ring. So later on tonight, we're going to have Miz and Morrison. It's going to go one-on-one. 
versus with the Undertaker. Undertaker. And Adam Pierce comes running out, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no. He's yeah. retired. You don't, you don't hear any of this. Yeah. He's, he's just, just talking, like, to him. shaking his head, and you know, oh, oh, oh." Teddy Long goes, "Oh, okay, well, y'all okay. gonna have a tag team match, yeah. player, <laughs> with the New Day." And then he does his little Teddy Long shuffle and walks off. Yeah, that was kind of comical. That whole, I enjoyed that whole segment, and and I don't generally enjoy the Miss TV stuff because it's too much yeah. usually. But that one I enjoyed. I enjoyed the the new day turning things around on him. It's like Big, Biggie has gone more serious, and the new day has gone even further into comedy, even yeah. though they're still winning, and they're still putting up in the ring like they're supposed to. Yeah. Um. Randy Orton explained that he should have not shown mercy to Alexa Bliss and set her on fire. Yeah, this was the Randy Orton show. Yeah. Randy was on, like, 37 he, different segments. He uh, he called out the big show, and you just stay there. You're not you're not a legend killer like me, bruh. Uh, it, must, it must hurt you so bad to know that you can't get in the ring anymore. Like, right. Big show's like, dude, I can get in the ring anytime I want. Yeah. Um, he calls out Mark Henry, who's in the back on one of the little rollator things. Like he's had knee surgery he's had or knee leg surgery. surgery or something. I, I wanted Randy Orton to just kick the rollator away, just like, huh, and then walk off, you know? Well, that's the kind of bully. It's like he was going up to these guys trying to bully them? Yeah. Into attacking him or something? I, I guess. Um, I, I was kind of hoping when he had his match that – they were going to get involved in somehow. Like, I didn't expect Mark to get involved because obviously he's had some sort of procedure done and probably can't do anything. Right. But I could have seen Big Show showing up and just throwing a punch. Yeah. And costing Orton the match. Yeah. Um, So we had all that was stupid. He Uh, he got in Flair's face. Yeah. Um, And speaking of Flair... Flair screwed up royally. I see. I don't think he did. I think that was planned. I don't know. That was it. Was released by several people that said that that was a mistake. Um, if it was, they played it off very well. Yeah. So, Flair accompanies Charlotte and Oscar down to the ring, mm-hmm. which WWE can't help but have Charlotte and Oscar or, or Charlotte and, and and Rick. Yeah. They love each other, but they hate each other. They can't be in the you know. Yeah. Ugh. So, at one point, Lacey is flirting with Rick? Yeah. Yeah. So, Charlotte gets out, beats Lacey up, gets back in the ring, runs to the other side. At the same time, Peyton's running the ropes. Mm -hmm. When Charlotte comes back, Flair trips her. And Peyton rolls her, uh, rolls her up and gets the win. Yep. After the match, and this is what makes me think that it was planned. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's sitting there, and she walks out. She stares Rick down and tells Rick to just stay out of her business. Yeah. You always get involved. Stay out of my business. Step back. Mm-hmm. Now walk away. Yep. Um... Because we can't just have the flares be happy. Right. Or, you know, keep them apart or something. I don't Yeah. 
Now, really, the only thing left to talk about of any note is what happened after the WWE Championship match. Yeah. (sighs) Goldberg came out, cut a very disjointed promo because at some point in the show, WWE lost track of time. We've only been doing this for 30 years, but we don't know how to time this show out. Right. Well, that happens. So, that that happens when you rewrite the damn thing at noon on the day that it's supposed to go on at seven. Bold of you to assume they rewrote it as early as noon. <laughs> right. So apparently, Drew was supposed to cut a promo. Drew. Yeah, Drew McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo where he's insulting the legends. Drew McIntyre. You know, the guy who beat Randy Orton, what, three, four months ago? Using legends. Using all of the legends so that he could beat Randy in an ambulance match. Yes, yes. That Drew. That Drew. The Drew McIntyre that was standing up for the legends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for time reasons, Drew didn't get to cut that promo. Mm -hmm. Apparently, nobody told Goldberg. (laughs) Well, he was in his his dressing room banging his head against lockers. (laughs) He was getting prepared, you know. Oh, man. You know. Because Goldberg comes down, and he cuts this promo that Drew doesn't respect anybody. He doesn't respect where things come from. He doesn't deserve to have that title. And Drew's kind of laughing in his face about it, and then Goldberg shoves him to the mat. Yeah. Drew says wrestling Goldberg would be like wrestling his dad. Wrestling my dad. Yep. So... At the Royal Rumble, we're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Bill Goldberg. So let this sink in. At the Royal Rumble, WWE's first major pay-per-view of the year, one of the old standard pay-per-views, back before they did them every month, the Royal Rumble was one of the four. The big four. Our WWE title match is going to be Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Goldberg, who nearly killed The Undertaker mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, who does not have it anymore. Nope. Period. Look, I love the man. I, I mean, I'll st- I still get shivers when eight, I hear the... Eight to 20-year-old me, we'll, we'll just say we'll just say know. eight to 20-year-old me, gets those shivers and loves it every single time yeah. I hear that music hit, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. It's Goldberg. And it's, then I remember, oh yeah, Goldberg's like 97 years old. So he, that's one of our matches. Mm-hmm. Championship matches. Championship, Championship matches. matches. The universal match mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce. Who? Exactly. Our two, your two top titles at the Royal Rumble. Now, I don't agree with the booking, but I can make an argument for. The Drew McIntyre Goldberg name being on the match card. Because it will sell I'm, tickets. Okay. So, because hold on, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I'm gonna stop you right there. Say what you just said again. It will sell tickets. Okay. 
Who's buying tickets right now in COVID-landia? I know. I know. Okay, so that's part, but, problem one. Problem two is it's on the network for nine ninety nine. So we're not even talking about PVP or pay-per-view buys now, yeah. right? We're talking about if I want to see that, it's 10 bucks. I can get my first month free mm-hmm. and get the Rumble if I want I don't know to. if they're still doing the first they month are. free. They are. Okay. So Somebody mentioned the other day that they weren't. So. I thought they were. Anyway, I think okay, now that so, they have the free so, version, they're not doing so it full month. Even if I'm not getting the free version, free, I can pay ten dollars uh, a combo meal at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and I can watch Royal Rumble. Yeah. No, no, I'm not buying that. It sells tickets at this point. Not, not. No. That's not being mean to you, by no, no, no. I get it. I get it. I'm just the, that's the yes, their thought that's, process. Their, their thought, thought process, process is it'll put butts in seats. <laughs> the no, what butts? What seats? <laughs> The Roman Pierce match, we've already talked about, that's got to be a vehicle for a pissed-off Kevin Owens. It's got to be. Uh, I doubt it will be, but it's got to be. The The rumored reason that we're getting this match mm-hmm. is that they feel that they don't have anybody who's ready to take on Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you're right. So... One, you guys have failed to do your job. Yep. And build up talent to be able to have a match with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You have Sheamus who's right there. Mm-hmm. Well, let me book some fantasy booking here. A storyline that could have gotten you through this. Okay. Take it away. So we've been booking this feud between Keith Lee and Sheamus for a while now. Where they don't trust each other and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Keith Lee beat Sheamus last week to earn this championship opportunity. Sheamus comes out and costs Keith Lee the match, the championship. We're in fantasy booking now. Okay. Sheamus should have come out, cost Keith Lee the championship. Drew does not have a match at Royal Rumble. Okay. Drew is the special guest referee to Sheamus and Keith Lee. Okay. From there, you have Drew accidentally cost Keith Lee the match. Okay. I don't know... I don't know the, the details of that, sure, but sure. somehow he accidentally cost Keith Lee the match. He doesn't see Sheamus' feet on the ropes or something. 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 Uh, he accidentally, I, I don't know why, but he accidentally Claymore's Keith Lee. Okay. I, I, I don't okay, know I don't sure. know why, but, you, well, you know, something. Something will be figured there, yeah. Something. So that sets up Keith Lee feuding with Drew McIntyre for a couple of weeks. That gets you to Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. where whoever it is that you've decided you want Drew going into Mania with mm-hmm. wins Elimination Chamber, or he's the winner of the Rumble, and you just start that build after Elimination yeah. Chamber. Well, you could you could do Chamber. You could have the Chamber could be Sheamus, Keith Lee, AJ Styles, a returning Braun Strowman. And Drew. And Drew. Or, no, not... Well, yeah, Drew, I guess. Well, because usually the chamber is going to be 
the championship is defended in the chamber. True. I was going to say, you could either do it that way, or you could have Drew outside of it. And just have it, have and that have be a number one contender. Whoever wins this one gets the number one contender there because have somebody on SmackDown win the Rumble to challenge Roman. So that way you've got a SmackDown, you've got your, your SmackDown story set from Rumble, and then Elimination Chamber sets your Raw story. Yeah. I don't know. We we once again WWE has booked themselves into a position. Yep. Where they don't have enough stars. Yeah, they don't. Well, it's not that they don't have enough stars. WWE is stacked. Raw and SmackDown, their rosters. Look down their rosters. They are stacked as far as who's on the roster. They're not doing anything with them is the problem. They've taken the stars that could have been something and booked them to just garbage, like The Miz, like Morrison, or they're just not using them at all, like Aleister Black. Who? Exactly. I mean, a year ago, in 2019... I would have thought Ricochet would have been in a picture somewhere. Sir, sir. Tw- 2019 was two years ago. Well, you know ago. what I mean. A, a <laughs> I'm, 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 st- I'm messing um, with yeah. you, man. Um, I would have thought Ricochet would have been in a picture somewhere for a title, whether Intercontinental, yeah. not this garbage that he's doing with Retribution, which in Mustafa 2019, Ali. In 2019, Ricochet had like double the amount of matches of anybody else on the roster. Yeah. Last year, he had like 75. So, yeah, what a way to cap off a bad week of wrestling. On a lighter note, Mm -hmm. so Vince is suing some of the people, counter-suing some of the people that involved with the XFL. Yeah. And one of his text messages came out as part of the lawsuit documents. Vince uses his catchphrase in the text message. <laughs> no chance in hell. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was texting one of his uh, one of his top guys, and they were talking about Johnny Manziel. Wow. And Vince said, there's no chance in hell that he's coming to work for us. I will not change my mind. And, of course, <laughs> no chance in hell is in all caps. Mm-hmm. So... Gotta love that. Right. <laughs> that was something fun that happened this week. Sure. So, uh, with that being said, and after just a lackluster week in wrestling, we'd like to say thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Goshen, Mississippi, for allowing us to use this space and stop by, pick up your games. They've got some Warhammer stuff. They've got paints. They've got... Board games, family board games. They've got more uh, difficult board games if you're looking for something outside of the quote-unquote family genre. They've also got a ton of D&D, yep. uh, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you name it. Be like me and become addicted to buying dice. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, um, come on down and check them out. And we'd also like to thank Big Dog Liquor for being where we do get all of our liquor for the show. Yes. Um, we got our taco there today. It was like... I think eight bucks, but they do have much better quality vodkas. 
uh, as well, as well as whiskey and rum and wine and you name it, it's there. If it is an alcoholic beverage, you, you can, can probably, probably get, it get it there. And if not, there may be an option that he can get it ordered for you. Yeah. So he also does, uh, you know, wine by the case. So if you're a wine drinker, you order a case, he gives you a discount on it. So that's huh. always good. Um, so all of that said, Michael, see you next week. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers.